listening to Nats Talk on the Go, the longest-running Washington Nationals podcast going today. This podcast is proudly brought to you by our supporters club, Nats Talk on the Go, Special Ops. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Drugan and Craig McHenry. Joe and Craig, let's do it. Well, Craig, we got our first postseason podcast in, and we are recording, er, we're getting it in, and we're recording Nats Talk on the Go while you are on the go. I am 100% on the go right now, and it's kind of awesome. That is great. I think we should do this more often because that I think the name so. of our show more, I think. I think it works well. Yeah, I kind of like it. Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, so, and the level, the levels are all good. Yeah, you sound great. You sound great. I sound L- good. Little, you sound a little warbly to me. Do That's I? Okay. Uh, could be, could be just me. May, maybe Car will check the recording afterwards. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, just a little road noise here and there. But otherwise, you sound great. That's um, good. So uh, the Nationals played Game One in the National League Division Series and lost a game four to three. Um, it was quite a game, though. I mean, Scherzer early on was a little I mean he was first of all credit to you 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 said in the last podcast <laughs> that Scherzer is going to strike the first batter out and it's going to be awesome and he did exactly that um, I had a really good first inning <laughs> yeah you did have a good first inning you did have a good first inning yeah uh he struck out the first batter uh Chase Utley and looked very 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 good doing it um what I did not see however was uh, NL Rookie of the Year, uh, I guess we should say elect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, Corey Seager. Corey Seager, yes? It's Corey Seager? It's Corey Seager, yep. Okay, because I know there's a Corey, and I want to say there's a Kyle Seager. Yeah, no, it's Corey Seager. It's Corey Seager. Um, uh, going murderously to dead center. Yeah, he hit um, that hard. <laughs> yeah, hit it very, very hard and very far. Uh, ambushing Scherzer uh, for the second batter of the game. Um, but then right after that, uh, another hit, but I called the double play on Twitter as well. Nice. So I had a good, uh, a good first inning of, uh, summoning. Nice. Yeah. That was, a, it was a good first inning of summoning. I, I agree. Um, yeah, it, that, that secret home run. I mean, that was like when I forget who did it, uh, recently, but it, it was, you know, off that back wall past center field. I mean, if you're hitting it there, you hit, you made decent contact. Yeah. <laughs> and that went far. Yeah, and they took advantage early before uh, it got a little bit chillier. Uh, the wind was going out a little bit earlier in the game, and that the wind obviously didn't help that one because that one was going out pretty much anywhere. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, that, it, uh, it might have helped. It might have helped Justin Turner's a little bit. That absolutely, one. which we'll talk about a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, but it kind of took a little bit of the wind out of the sails. Uh, Right start had a great uh, that first strikeout was fantastic. The crowd was electric right after that, and then uh, just to get that home run, it just was kind of a little bit deflating. And then uh, hit right after it was kind of like um, there was a sense of ah, oh, here we go again. Yeah, this is why we can't have nice things, kind of thing. Yeah, and I, I thought overall, I thought even after that that home run in the first inning with the one nothing game, I think. And even when things started to getting a starting started to get a little more out of control in the third inning when the the Dodgers put up a, a four nothing lead, um, I thought the crowd still did a decent job. I know there there was some concern about whether the crowd was going to be into it enough or not uh, uh, into it enough or not. Uh, I thought the crowd did a decent job of uh, trying to 
kind of self start some some chants and self start some just just cheering with with two strikes and I, I don't know I thought it was a pretty decent crowd overall I think late in the game it started to get a little bit quiet because it was getting colder the Nationals were still losing and I think that's a kind of a natural thing to happen it's hard to generate that kind of energy you know and yeah it, it, when your team is about to is is on the verge of losing their first postseason game but I thought, I thought, I thought the crowd was good. I thought the crowd was phenomenal all night long. I thought, I thought so it was. Too. I thought it was better than good. Um, I thought the team gave a lot of reasons to cheer. I thought Scherzer was very good. Yeah. And uh, what happened with Scherzer was the same thing that plagued him for the first half of the season: uh, utter dominance with a couple home runs mixed in, just yeah. ruining everything. You yeah. know, I, it, that was it. And you can give that, up you can give up a solo home run every once in a while, but the the home run in the third inning was really uh, that was tough. That was really right. the kind of it, I mean it was the nail in the coffin of, uh, for the game. The Nationals made a valiant effort over the next couple of innings to come back and, and got it close, but um, they weren't able to, to to pull it all the way back in. Right, but in terms of the crowd, uh, I know I was up in section four hundred four, which is uh, out uh, in foul territory. I guess third, uh, left third field. Side, yep. Yeah third base side and there was a large contingent of fans uh starting clapping chants uh doing mvp chants for murphy yeah that was going that was kershaw kershaw all that kind of stuff and uh there was a lot of um unprompted kind of cheers going on and uh it was very grassroots it was cool it was i thought it was an electric atmosphere um and thing to Clayton Kershaw and making it a 4-3 game yeah. and then having opportunity after opportunity to make it a not 4-3 game, the crowd was into it every single time. Uh, you, you had mentioned that um, as the game wore on a little bit and those opportunities were squandered time and time again, uh, runners on base, left on base, left on base, left on base, time and time again. Uh, it started to get a little bit defeating, a little bit uh, Charlie Brown in the football. <laughs> yeah, it was. That. Um, That's a good, good analogy for it. Uh, so it was a little bit rough. Uh, not that everyone wasn't rooting for it to happen, but it was just kind of this, like, uh, it's happened three times already, uh, already tonight. So I'm just not that expecting a hit here with runners on the corners and two outs, you know? Yeah. And there's another pop-up. Okay, great, yeah. Well, my my nightmare scenario was when in the, uh, in the I think it was the eighth inning, and I, I was silly and didn't bring in my, uh, my scorebook, but um, the uh, Clint Robinson came into pinch hit in the eighth inning and then, was, <sighs> and then was replaced on the bases by Michael Taylor. I was like, this is my nightmare. This is well, my nightmare. Of- like, of course, making me look like the biggest asshole in the world Clint and the Robinson. biggest moron in the world, Clint Robinson getting his first extra base hit since before the All-Star yeah, break. We, I, we were talking about that just last time and how it wouldn't have made any sense for Clint Robinson to make the team. So not only does Clint Robinson make the team, but uh, yeah, then he uh, he ends up making us both look silly and getting a double. Uh, right. Th- th- and you know what? Good for him. He was way, way overdue. But just with those two guys, you know, being... One replacing the other and entering the game, you know, Robinson entering the game for Severino. I mean, it was, I get what Dusty was doing there, um, and I don't really have a problem with it, be, to be honest. You you use I, all, you, 
you use all of your guys in a playoff game. Like Terry Francona did it uh, in game one, and it ended up working out. And I think you you worry like it's that worry about tomorrow tomorrow mentality. And you know, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I want a lefty righty matchup here, so I'm gonna bring in Robinson, and I'm gonna and then Lovatens gonna go in, and if I need a third catcher, I'm in trouble. But I'll deal with that when the time comes. Yeah, I didn't really understand that move as fully because. Severino was seeing the ball really well off of Kershaw earlier in the game, who is a lefty as well. Yeah. So I just didn't understand that move as much. It obviously worked out, but uh, the thought process just didn't make much sense to me. I thought uh, Severino had a great game. I thought Severino Uh, had a great game, but with a righty in there, bringing in uh, Robinson, I thought made sense because you wanted to, you know, you wanted to have uh, a lefty because it was a righty pitcher at the time in the eighth inning. So, like, I get get that mentality of playing that. Like, Dusty's like – has proven I'm going to play matchups and yeah. I, because I think that gives me the best chance to win. And that one worked out for him. Um, it's not, it did. It's, and it's not always going to, even if he makes the right decision, it's not always going to work out. That's part of the sport. But I kind of thought the same way that you did Craig about like Severino had a great game. So yeah, I thought he, I thought, uh, let's talk a little bit about, uh, individual performances. What, uh, who really, I thought clicked, who really, uh, obviously did not click. Um, I thought, I mean, obviously, Danny Espinosa, woof. Yeah, that that I thought was a great late inning replacement at to bring yeah. in to bring in Stephen Drew after three strikeouts. Three uh, strikeouts. I th- I think what six left on base. Yeah, there were several left on at, base. At yeah, least six left, four. Six at left least on base. four with two outs. Yeah, six left on base, and yeah, there was uh, two of those strikeouts were with two outs, and so yeah, um, to bring in Stephen Drew there, that's a great decision. I mean, that's yeah. just that's just dusty, like recognizing this isn't the regular season. I can't count on a guy who just struck out three times. I mean, granted, it's against Clayton Kershaw. He's pretty good. But you can't. He is, he is very good. But they were ugly, they were ugly. ugly they, they were ugly strikeouts. He wasn't seeing the ball at all. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you think there's a chance that uh, Danny sits today? I don't think it happens today. I think if it happens again today, I think there's a chance he sits on, on, on Monday. Yeah, I, I would agree with that as well. Yeah. I think... Uh, I think his defensive value is there. And I think uh, that our good friend uh, Dave Nichols over at Federal Baseball made a very good point. Uh, what you're seeing is a direct correlation to Wilson Ramos. Uh, and shout out to Wilson Ramos for throwing the first pitch. So cool. I can't believe the team did that. That was awesome. Good job. Good job, Nationals, on that one. Um, uh, direct correlation to Wilson Ramos not being in the lineup. I mean, Danny Espinosa now has to hit seven. Yeah, and because you're not even as well as Severino looked, he's not going to be hitting. Uh, he's not. You're not going to hit him up in the order against Zimmerman or Espino, ahead of Zimmerman or Espinosa. So right. yeah, but if Wilson Ramos was in the game, he would be hitting fourth or fifth. Right. And so, so it, it would have changed the whole dynamic of the lineup. Absolutely, Espinosa. I thought had a rough night. I thought Trey Turner had a rough night. Trey as well. Turner did have uh, a rough night. It's the first time since he's come up. That I said that I could have easily said, "Yep, he's a rookie. He's he looks like yep. a rookie. He looks like he's a bit starstruck. Had no idea what he was doing. He had a great sack fly. Uh, I think it was for the third run. Um, it was fantastic. It was a great at bat against Kershaw. But his first two appearances versus Kershaw made it looked like uh, man versus child. Yeah, those are. I would say those are the only two guys in the Nationals lineup that you could unequivocally say had a rough night. I think, Absolutely. I think, unfortunately, you can make an argument that Harper had a rough night as well. Um, yes, he had, he had that double, but he, he also had a strikeout. And even even with the double, his other at-bats looked so uncomfortable. 
Um, he did look uncomfortable running as well. He looked uncomfortable running. And what, what happened when he was in right field and he fell picking up a ball? That was very strange. Like, it I looked like, like he slipped. It looked like he may have slipped. I get it. It was damp. It had been kind of like overcast and whatever. But like he just kind of fell and threw the ball in and then kind of got up. So it just He just looks off everywhere. It just yeah. everywhere he is, he looks off, and it's really disappointing. But on the flip side of things, I, I, I mean, you could, unfortunately, yeah, Jason Worth got on base twice, but he also struck out three times. So, right. um, you know, it, it, that's a wash. I wouldn't certainly not consider that a, a, a bad game. But there are some situations. He and, he and Danny Espinosa and Trey Turner were the three strikeout guys. So, uh-huh. um, that's uh, good tough. performances. I thought uh, my surprise pick, yeah, uh, that, Ryan Zimmerman, that was awesome. had a great night. He had a great night, a, a two-for-four night. That's And, and the, he had that one hit, uh, I think he pulled to left field, that uh, that whoever's in left field, I think it was Howie Kendrick at the time, made a nice catch on. Um, yep, and but he, had, he some, had a great He night. hit the ball hard. He, every single one of his uh, contact into fair territory, every single one was above 100 miles an hour. His, yep, he hit the ball very hard. He had one hit that was 113 miles an hour. Yep. So he played uh, – th- he had a great game. Ryan Zimmerman had exactly the game that you were hoping he was going to have when he did that. Anthony Rendon also had a great game. He had a couple of, RB- Absolutely. A couple of RBIs, two for four, um, played very well. Daniel Murphy, you know, on base twice. Uh, yep. Which is exactly what you want to see from him. Got it – obviously got a double because he's da- – or was it a single? I don't remember. I can't remember. But he he got a hit in his first at bat, so, you know, shocking. Um, yeah, kind of uh, but uh, I thought the Nationals did very well. I thought the game was fantastic. I uh, I really was not upset after the game. Like, there were moments where I was frustrated, uh, you know, not being able to get the runners in, all that kind of thing. But um, really, I was, even regular season games, like, I would be upset and angry and frustrated about losses, but yeah. I was not angry. I was not upset. I thought it was, uh, like we discussed on the full-length podcast this week, I thought it was two evenly matched teams, and it really, it came down to two feet. Yeah. The <clears throat> Justin Turner home run, was it the Justin Turner home run? that yep. barely got over Jason Worth's Barely Worth's Worth club. Club. yep. Like, if it's two feet further in uh, and Jason Worth catches it, We've got a three to two Nationals win, maybe. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're that's, right. That's the difference. I mean, right. we're talking two feet here. Uh, we're talking one hit gets down, one get hit gets through the gap for the Nationals. We're talking a five four baseball game. It's you know, it's it's really a game of inches. The Nationals had Clayton Kershaw out of the game after five innings and a hundred pitches. Clayton Kershaw. Yeah, that, they kind of had the dream scenario with Kershaw. Like I know people were saying, you know, postseason Kershaw is not as good, and I, I think. He proved that he can still be very good in the postseason, uh, but this—it wasn't typical Kershaw. He had some trouble with location a little bit. He walked some guys, which he doesn't normally do all that much, uh, or at all, really. Um, I think that he—I think that he had a very good outing. It wasn't Kershaw. Like I think Scherzer had settled down, but there, those first, you know, those just two yeah, I, things early on. It's not like he gave up a ton of hits. He gave up five hits. He didn't walk anybody in six innings. It just, I think he had a, I think he had a Scherzer, I think he had a very Scherzer outing. I mean, yeah. a couple long balls. And that's the thing. When you throw 96 miles an hour yep. and you miss a location, 
major league hitters, especially good major league hitters, are going to take advantage. Of, of which the Dodgers have plenty of them. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to turn it around on you. Yeah, they're absolutely going to. Um, so uh, that's – we've seen it how many times this season with Max Scherzer. Yeah. Uh, so I, I will I, say from I, my side, like, yes, I, I agree. Like, I – Certainly disappointing to lose, and it, it, at the end of that game with the with kind of blown opportunities and just being unable to do anything in the ninth inning against Kenley Jansen, which nobody could do anything against because he's yeah. I thought good. the that eighth inning was, was a, a great opportunity. Yeah. It was the chance having uh, what was it? who was in there uh, hitting in the eighth. Who was hitting for the Nats in the eighth? Yeah, it was. Well, it was bottom of the lineup in the eighth. Um, yeah, it was bottom of the lineup, and Zimmerman, Zimmerman, that was the Zimmerman flyout, that really hard hit flyout, and then, uh, yeah, and then Drew popped out, and then Robinson doubled, but then Heisey got called out on strikes, which was tough. Right, right, right. But um, I, I will say that like I kind of felt the same. It was you can't win every game, and I know it's important to win all of the games now because otherwise you're going to go home. But like of any of the games in this series where you looked and just kind of said, hey, Kershaw versus Scherzer. Scherzer got hit for a couple of couple of home runs. It was a it was a close ball game. Uh, I don't think there was any way that it was embarrassing. Um, I thought it was good. I thought overall. I thought it was, it was a great game. I thought they played hard. I feel really good going into game two. I, I really do. I do too. I do too. And uh, I I also want to say uh, Sammy Solis was God. Masterful. I was literally just about to say masterful. that masterful. I mean, just exactly what you wanted to have from Sam. He Sanders. was he was fantastic. I mean, he he did, was very he did very his good. job perfectly. Um, yes. So, which is awesome because I he he's an incredibly good reliever to do to pitch two innings to allow one hit and one walk in two innings. Um, he 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 pitched very very well in the leap of Scherzer um, to get it to Melanson, who you know obviously pitched well, um, but got got himself out of a sticky situation a little bit. Gave up a couple of hits and stuff, but uh, didn't didn't allow any real damage. Yeah, I thought it was a well-played game. I thought two evenly matched teams. Uh, the Dodgers just got a smidge luckier. And yep. one hit falls differently for the Nationals, and you're talking a different result. I and agree. I know that's not what people want to hear uh, in a five-game series, but it was a great game, and I, I think it, it bodes very well for the next uh, four games. Yeah, so let's talk uh, real. Nationals. Let's real quick talk about in the next minute or so. Talk about game two. Anything you you're looking for, you want to see, or you're expecting out of game two? Uh, I think it's going to be. Uh, um, I think the Nats are going to be hungry. I think they're going to come out, yeah. uh, and I think they're going to want to do to the Nationals what the Dodgers did to them today. Uh, I think they're going to really want to put some better at bats in the first inning than they did. Uh, against Kershaw, uh, yeah. early. Yeah, I agree. I would agree with that. And I uh, think in game one. Yeah, I think you're going to see a, a, sim- a different kind of pitching matchup. But I, I think you might even. I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, game two uh, between between Roark and Hill. Uh, I think they're those kinds of pitchers that just you're. It's not going to be the dazzling stuff, but I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, not a lot of offense. But I think you're right. I think you're going to see some. You're you're to see some want from some Nationals hitters, and yeah. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they can what they can put up. Right. So, I'm looking uh, forward to it. Uh, what is it? Four o'clock start. Four 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 o eight start today. Oh yeah, and we should mention real quick uh, they did release game three and four times, and they are fantastic for us East Coast based folk. Oh, is it? I hadn't seen the. Uh, uh, I had not. Seen I believe. Uh, I can't remember what exactly it is, 
uh, which is which, but it's 4 o'clock and 5 o'clock Eastern. It is 4 o'clock on Monday and 5 o'clock on Tuesday in the evening. So that is fantastic for East Coast folks. (laughs) That could not be a better option. So that uh, should mean everything uh, goes according to plan. We should have night podcasts both those games. Yeah, that that should be pretty easy. Uh, easy to do and hopefully we'll be able to do a night podcast after Saturday's game it'll be it will be later but if not we'll do it on Sunday morning just like we did this one absolutely well guys thanks for listening uh, to this game one recap and we will be back with you uh, in your podcast feed after game two Uh, let's go Nats thanks for listening to Nats Talk on the go for more information, check us out at natstalkonthego.com. To become a supporting member of the podcast, click on the special ops link at the top of the page or head right to natstalkonthego.com slash special ops. You can contact the guys at natstalkonthego on Twitter or send them an email at podcast at natstalkonthego.com. If you like what you heard, take a minute to review the podcast on iTunes and help us spread the word. See you next time. Let's go Nats! Thank you.